Hello and welcome to Art on a Podcast, the podcast created by Art on a Postcard. This is it, we have reached the week of our annual winter auction, opening on Thursday the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Of course, um, we might be remembering this day for another reason, which is that we have all been told that we're going into our second lockdown. Um, I know this will be a shock to many of us, um, but what better way to treat yourself um, during these testing times and to pick up some wonderful new artwork for your homes, which um, will be somewhere that we will be for a long time to come, it seems. Um, if you want to buy an artwork, uh, you will do so via our auction house, Druitts, who we worked with this summer on our summer auction and loved their passion for interesting artworks. Leading this faculty of the company is Jenny Fisher, who works as head of the picture department, specialising in modern and contemporary art. In this episode, I talked to Jenny about her career working for auction houses like Sotheby's, her specialism in impressionism, and what a day in the life of head picture specialist actually entails at somewhere as prestigious as Druitt's. Jenny also provides information on how to make a bid for the upcoming winter auction and she gives us her top three picks out of the bunch of all of the artworks. So stay tuned for that um, and also make sure that you are liking, subscribing, sharing the podcast as much as possible um, and remember that you can keep up to date with everything Art on a Postcard via our social channels at Art on a Postcard. Hello Jenny, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Lovely to be speaking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have met a guest over um, Zoom for, for a few meetings as we are working together now on the auction, um, but it's lovely to get a chance to properly chat with you. Um, where am I calling to you today? I am actually at home today um, in Froome in Somerset, which is lovely. I've been in the office pretty much all week, so it's nice to have a bit of a wind down day at home. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine uh, winding down um, is a necessary element to your kind of um, very uh, fast paced kind of um, high intensity work that you do as head of picture department at Druitt's. Um, it was wonderful for me having to kind of look into your biography um, and look at some of the places that you've um, studied and worked. And um, one of the things I noticed is obviously you studied at some of the most prestigious universities in the world at the Sorbonne in Paris and later an MA in History of Art at Oxford. You must have been very ambitious. Was this always the idea that you'd go on to working in the field that you do now? No, not at all. Um, I think I, I actually studied um, history and French firstly um, at um, University College London and um, I just loved history um, and I, I liked languages as well and I, it was a sort of perfect course for me and um, it had um, an element where, yes, I got to study um, for a year at the Sorbonne in Paris as part of that course. 
And I just love the idea of that. And obviously, yeah, I was completely, you know, entranced by the name as well and just being, you know, having the opportunity to do that. So I sort of just came into it from from that angle of, of loving that and just seeing where it would take me, really. Um, and it wasn't until my final year and I was thinking, goodness, what am I going to be doing now? And I um, had always loved art and been interested in the history of art. Um, and I, an opportunity came for me to do um, an internship, just a really brief internship at, at Sotheby's. Um, and I went in and, and I thought, wow, this is just amazing fun. And I, I got to work with a great team of people, albeit a very short time. And um, I thought I could really see myself doing this. And it combines lots of the elements of, um, of things that I'd studied and um, obviously having the, the being French speaking was a, a real bonus. So um, at that point, that's when I decided that I should go and do a, um, an MA in, in history of art. Um, and I actually took, so I worked for a year between doing my um, my BA and my MA. Um, and I worked at Sotheby's. Um, on a great scheme there where I got to go around to lots of different departments and just it was basically sort of admin support but you got to do a really really wide range of things and um, introductions to lots of different departments and just get a feel for the business really um, and then I went and did my my master's um, at Oxford again um, uh, you know there were there were lots of places I could have gone and done it but it was um, it suited me at the time and, and I could have stayed in London and, and done it but I thought I want a bit of a change and you know going to Oxford yeah had a real appeal just because it was it, you know it, it it's um has that it had aura about it and I thought what a great opportunity and they've offered me a place so off I went and um and then I yeah went straight back to to Sotheby's afterwards and and was very very fortunate to to land up in a, a sort of junior specialist role straight away um and and it went on from there really yeah that must have been incredible I mean you then spent am I right in saying 10 years at, at Sotheby's yes uh, yes absolutely just over just over 10 years I was I was at Sotheby's then and um yeah just going from I, I was lucky enough to go through a sort of variety of different roles and different departments um as I said I sort of started out um we Sotheby's at that time had just opened a a, a brand new sort of middle market sale room at, um, at Olympia and we were a very young team and um, I started out by looking at absolutely everything that came through the door to do with pictures um, but I very quickly ended up um, running their impressionist and modern art and contemporary art sales down there supported by the rest of the business but it was um, quite a self-contained little project and it was a fantastic place to learn and I I, I learned so much there um and um it was a real yeah it's a real basis for the rest of my career really yeah you must have seen some huge sales take place at Sotheby's oh yeah no absolutely the very high profile glitzy sales you know they, they, there's nothing to beat them and um you, you know they still carry on today so it's great to, to sometimes have a quick look at those as well and we try to keep in touch with them um, with what's going on in the um uh, the London auction houses as well but but yes it's um um it's a little bit different working for Druids now but it's um you know essentially it's all the same process and um um you know we apply the same expertise and the same skill set to to what we what I'm doing now as to what I was doing then mm, yeah and um, you mentioned um just then you know your work um 
kind of specializing in impressionist art um, at the Olympiacell room where you ran six sales annually of impressionist mm. and modern and contemporary art. Mm. Um, and then as you say to Sotheby's Paris office on impressionist mm. art, what is it about this movement in art history that has drawn you to it over your career? Oh, I just think it's it, it's such an integral um, part of of art history. It's one of those you know words that just you know people's faces light up when you say impressionist art. And you know, you have names that come to mind um, that um, that everybody knows. So I think um, it, it, it's an appeal. It's you know a worldwide appeal. And I think just the the changes that happened that then led on to um, you know a whole movement in modern art throughout the twentieth century. You know that the, the basis for that, um, you know, was was set in in those early in those early impressionism days. So, um, and, and I think you know they're great pictures. Everyone lo- you know loves to look at um, the, those works. So it's been it, it was certainly a real um, privilege to be able to work on on those sales. Um, and then you know nowadays you know I work um, obviously out of um, Druids in in Donington Priory, which is in Newbury. We, you know, there's no doubt about it. I see less of it now. Um, so when we do get things in, it's um, it, it's terribly exciting. And we we just recently we had a sale yesterday, which was a modern and contemporary art sale, and um, we did have a few um, impressionist works in in that sale. Most of the focus for most of our sale is more sort of modern British art perhaps understandably, but we had a few um, uh, French um, sort of post-impressionist works in that sale and it it was lovely to see them. And it was also lovely, there's a sort of process that um, a lot of um, those artworks have to go through. And um, whilst it can be enormously time consuming, for example, sort of authenticity issues and provenance issues, and um, it can be enormously frustrating as well as rewarding, but it's also, it's one of those processes that I suppose I was doing so much in my early career. It's lovely to be able to, to sort of revisit all that and, and do that for, um, for the works that we had yesterday um, in particular. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, you know, you speak of the, the process that's similar for, between auction houses. Mm-hmm. As uh, the joint head of, the picture department um, specializing in modern and contemporary art at Druitts, which you have been since 2016. Um, What what exactly does this process entail? So for example, um, you know, the sale that you had this week, what does that week look like for you? So this week um, was very focused. Um, We um, had our sale on view and we had the auction yesterday. So this week was very focused, very office based, talking to clients, um, showing people around. Um, Obviously, with COVID, we've got different um, processes in place, but it's essentially the same thing. People coming in to take a first hand look at the works and those people that can't come to view, um, speaking to them on the phone, we've been providing um, sort of digital images to people, condition reports, um, just talking to people on the phone um, to give them further details, set them up, um, preparing them to bid for the sale. Um, we've also got a great thing at, at Druids at the moment is sort of 360 viewing. So you can basically go in and um, have a virtual tour of the sale. Um, so it's just trying to work through and develop new ideas for how we can, you, you know, get our um, get the sales out there in, in this sort of challenging time. But um, 
yeah, it's all, it's 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 um, been it's been very focused this week. Last week was a very different week and was incredibly um, varied. Um, they did lots of different things um, last week. So um, going on valuations and setting up the sale, um, as well as um, sort of run of the mill stuff that I do every week. So it, it we it goes in um, it goes in waves the auction market, and I, I think one of the things that's um, always um, telling about um, our job is that we're always working six months and months in advance so um you know we had our sale yesterday and now our next sale is in march 2021 so we're already thinking sort of six months ahead and i always sometimes feel like you're sort of wishing your life away because you you're always looking six months down the line and um it's um you know it's a, it's a real process so you go through the um sort of goods getting um process where you're going out doing valuations and then moving on to doing the, putting the catalogs together and then on again to the sale process and, it, and it's very cyclical um and um you, you know as i say i think that that that's that's true of the entire auction business everybody works um to, to those um um you know to the same sort of deadlines and um getting catalogs out and sales out and then starting the whole process again <laughs> yeah i mean it sounds really exciting um a bit but equally I, I reckon i wonder is there a challenge in making a valuation on an artwork six months prior as the art market kind of shifts and changes constantly could happen yeah, it can happen. I have to say, it's probably you generally. Um, I suppose with with six months, you're probably there's only going to be a very few artists that that are going to that their value is going to change that quickly. It's more about longer term trends, I suppose. But that that having said that, you know, there are artists that. Um, you know, we might look back on old valuations that were done sort of, you know, a few years ago and say, actually, you know, um, this is worth revisiting um, and, and re-evaluating in the light of, of more recent results. But um, yeah, we're, we're constantly having to work that little bit in advance. But um, I suppose we're very lucky because we work with um, a, your great databases of um uh, that we have access to, we can look at up-to-date prices, and we're, we're always referring to those um, when we're doing our, um, our valuations. Right, yeah, yeah. That sounds like such an exciting process, and we're so excited to get the chance to, um, you know, be working with Druids. Um, our previous auction was such a great success, and, um, you know, it's, it's such a prestigious auction house, um, with you kind of there as the head of pic the picture department kind of <clears throat> overlooking the artwork and with that said um I was wondering are there any cards in particular that have caught your attention out of our winter auction there there are actually most definitely and actually I realized I, I wasn't doing this consciously but as I as I was going through and picking them um, I realized that there was very much a theme going on um, in terms of uh, the three works that I've picked are actually all sort of based around the coast and actually more specifically around the southwest. And I don't know if I was just sort of channeling that because uh, that's where I live. But um, when I went back over them, I realized the common thread between them all. So the first one that I picked was um, Lot 3, which is um, by Mandy Payne. And this wasn't actually an artist that I had come across before. So I was really interested to look at her work because um, 
I uh, the, the work depicts um, the Tate St. Ives, and it's not only um, I, I love um, brutalist architecture, um, sort of industrial landscapes with it in sort of beautiful natural settings as well. And um, so it really appealed to me as well as being, uh, you know, I love to visit the Tate St. Ives. Um, so it, I was immediately drawn to it. And um, I just love the color scheme, which seems to be typical of her work um, and sort of the, yeah, the juxtaposition angles and draw the viewer into the picture I really loved that work mm. um, and then the next one that I really liked was um, lot 154 by Martin Brewster um, right yeah abstract depiction of the coastline I think it's the Dorset coastline he, he, he does a lot of work around there and it's sort of um, uh, deep blues and lots of sort of organic lines um, and I think it's in um, medium of lino cut which just really um, seemed to be the perfect um, medium for for what he was trying to do it sort of provides a, um, a real sense of depth to the water and the tone um, and it, yeah I just really I just really loved that work as well um, and the last one that I picked was um, a work um, by Vanessa Gardner uh, not 166. I think um, there's a few of her, of her works in the sale. Um, mm. And again, I found it was actually pretty similar to the other two that I picked in this. Um, it, um, it represents the, the North um, the North Devon coast. Um, and I'd seen this artist's work um, before in, um, in a really lovely collection, private collection, and I was immediately struck by it and I loved this work that I'd seen so it was really lovely to see her work coming up in this in this auction and obviously the work that I had seen um in in this collector's house was a full-scale oil and it's really impressive um but actually it, it works really well on a smaller scale as well um and yeah as, as I say it was just a real treat to see her work coming up um in in the auction yeah, absolutely. Um, we have been um, kindly supported a lot by um, Vanessa Gardner. She has done um, many auctions for us and every time, you know, she, they're, they're really standout pieces, really beautiful sort of angular geometric mm. representations of, um, you know, the soft, gentle rolls of the countryside. Um, and yeah, I, I think, you know, such wonderful choices. Mandy Payne, uh, you know, mentioning the medium being relevant, using spray paint um, to, um, you know, obviously as one of the, it's spray paint and oil. Um, and I think spray paint, you know, to paint buildings is always quite a clever trick because obviously um, spray paint is usually the medium done onto buildings. So I quite like Yes, that. yeah, absolutely. But to reflect that's great, isn't it? To, yeah, I love that touch at all. Um, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Jenny. Um, obviously, you know, all the bidding as usual will be done um, online. Yes. Um, could you tell our listeners just quickly where to go to register um, and what info they might need to set up on the Druitt site? Yeah, so it's all it's very simple and basically you just need to go to the Druitt's website, um, www.druitts.com and um, from there to follow the link to upcoming auctions where all the details you'll be able to see all the cards um, and from there you can follow it's very straightforward just to follow the links through to to bidding 
Um, if you are um, and somebody who hasn't bid before with us, then we, we would need to take some kind of identification. But it's very simple. You just follow all the processes through the website. Um, and at, at any point, if if anybody has any trouble, then they can just always give us a call at Druids and we can um, we can talk them through it and, and, and sort any issues out. But it's, it should all be fairly straightforward and um, and foolproof, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Um, and. Yeah, I love that you almost came up with a little jingle then called Druids and we'll talk you through it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to pitch that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much, Jenny. It's been really, really, really lovely and interesting talking to you um, this morning. Um, and I'm very excited for the auction. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you ever so much for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. Yes, have a lovely morning. You too. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Art on a Podcast. To find out more about anything in today's episode, go to artonapostcard.com and be sure to follow us on all our social channels at Art on a Postcard. Goodbye!